0: culture.
1: We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, yeah. we everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is
0: about. about, 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 about it's about, about a thing. Uh, yeah. Feel yeah, real good. Waving hands and arms. And two shots in the ass. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture She's Lisa V And he's Randall Keith And this is another episode of Brunch Culture The weekly podcast where All of the stuff Is up for discussion Even, even, even I ain't gonna say it Cause I was about to say something about that lady again And I'm just not gonna <laughs> We just had a real good Like a good breakthrough moment With this lady And <laughs>
1: Campbell.
0: even when problematic christians that's not is that bad should i maybe I, should.
1: I guess we're all problematic Christians.
0: yeah and that's you know i'm trying to be fair i'm really trying to be fair and be like i ain't no better than this lady you know <laughs> i just i just mess up in way different ways than she do but truthfully i feel like her mess up is just like <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like no excusing is a excusing mess up. Like, come on, lady. what What's going on?
1: I mean, offense, and we were just talking about that. Offense makes us feel like even when we mess up in the area that's different than a person, that we're better than that person. I know me personally, it does.
0: Yeah. Um, And, and I'm so, trying to remind myself. I'm really trying to remind myself that I just mess up different. But like your Christian values made you support the candidate that was like speaking about Christian stuff and all this stuff like so you mean to tell me that like Christ was out here talking about it's okay to grab women by the like that's what he was saying come (laughs) on lady that's (laughs) not what he was saying you know what I'm saying like
1: come on and I've heard many white evangelicals say they voted for him because of their Christian values but I think what the hang up is for many of us is that Donald Trump has never been outspoken not I mean, maybe I've missed those speeches. I haven't heard him be outspoken about faith in that way. I know he's made some alluded to things, and he has friends that are Christians.
0: We had a whole show called 2 Corinthians." Yeah, an entire show, right? (laughs) Like, no.
1: Yeah, I I, so I I don't know what they're talking about when they, they say he's connected to their Christian faith. To me, he didn't connect to mine and maybe I don't have the one that they have. I don't know.
0: You got but, the sensible one. That's what it is. That's <laughs> the problem. You have the one that makes sense, right?
1: I think what she's referring to is him because he's a Republican having the traditional marriage view and also the um, uh, pro-life view. Us- just based on association because I don't think that he's ever voiced that I think people have assumed that because
0: he ran he ran as a, Republican. a Republican yeah right. but I
1: think now if you're trying to make this argument for somebody like Pence mm-hmm. and I think that's why he partnered with Pence because I knew you know Pence is strong that's like something he's known for you know yeah. he won't even get into, I mean he's so strict he won't even be along with a woman other than his wife like he's A very staunch, fundamental, evangelical, conservative Christian,
0: right, right.
1: But Donald Trump, I'm confused. Maybe you voted for Mike Pence, and that's what you was doing. I don't know.
0: I think the thing, and the thing that frustrates me though, is like if those are the reasons, because I've yet to I wrote on somebody's uh, status today. Like I've yet to hear her say which values or which statements that he made aligned with your christianity right align with your faith like which one of those and I, I i i know just like you said like i'm quite sure that those are the ones But it's very interesting that she won't say those things because she knows the backlash that will come from it. And it's like, truthfully, though, if that's where you're at and if that's what you believe and you believe like, yo, I supported this person for this reasons. Let's say this is those are the two reasons. Right. If you truly believe that, then shouldn't your Christian faith? empower you to boldly stay those things no you're not going to do that because you're concerned about like the dollars that you're not going to get right as a result of saying that but you're not concerned with how aligning yourself or saying that you support this guy based on these unknown christian values how that's going to be hurtful to people you're not concerned about that right you don't even want to have a conversation about how it hurts how it could potentially hurt people, how it could be hurtful. You don't want to engage that. You don't even acknowledge that. Like I would be perfectly fine if you said, hey, you know what? this guy has a traditional view of these things and that aligns with me. And so I voted based on those things and those things along. Now, there were other things that he said during that time that I completely disagree with. Like, and I had to overlook those or I chose to overlook those things to support just these, these issues. You don't even have to. If you want to take the role of not telling us what it is, that's your prerogative. Don't do it. But acknowledge how... It could be rough and tough. And just from the clip I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing of her being on the reel today because her and her sister were on the reel today. Um, I'm assuming do they have like a new album or something that's coming out? Or was they it just a the show? They have their reality show. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, oh, they yeah. have
1: new albums coming out individually.
0: Okay, okay. So yeah, so I mean, you know, they're on there promote that, to promote that. that Lonnie Love, the Love, that I saw, Lonnie Love was saying like, but you have to, you know, do you understand why people... Would be hurt or offended by that and she just like overlooked it she didn't want to talk about that all right she didn't want to indulge in it. her her stance is pretty much i said what i said and i'm not changing on it and i'm not interested in anybody that cares about you know my right to vote for who i want to vote for and it's kind of like yo honestly if you had never told us we just wouldn't know you chose to write this letter (laughs) with it last year about how we need to pray for this man and we need to understand and how you know your christianity and all this other stuff and it's like yo you're so busy trying to get people to what seems and feels like assimilate or say like we're supposed to pray, pray for him. But a part of praying for him is also acknowledging the hurt and the hatred that comes out of not just him, but the entire, the entire machine that is that, that, that is that whole run and how that affects people and also acknowledge how, as a result of that, the things that were said on the campaign trail, how people are fearful going forward how there is a bunch of uncertainty because this is like you know a a different type of administration a different type of experience on the heels of everything that as a black woman and everything that (laughs) the heels of everything that your people are going through you have to at least or you should at least because you're putting it out there you should at least acknowledge you know where that's coming from and her failure to do that to me is just kind of like you don't care and honestly that's why it's frustrating right it's hurtful because in, in in the way that as Christians, we kind of have to talk about the type, the level of privilege that we have, because, you know, somebody saying you're a christian nine times out of ten folks aren't gonna uh, in the on a larger space folks not gonna look at you like you're a terrorist or look at you like oh you're just kind of this bad person honestly i know a lot of people that are atheists that was just kind of like oh okay you're one of those like that's cool but like they're not gonna give you like a side eye look so you got to understand that like yo we do have like in this country we have a certain privilege if you will to because we are a part of like the larger religion. We we believe, or we're in line with the larger, ex- what's more seen as more acceptable religion. So like knowing that there's certain things that if we do, it's gonna seem like dang. And so you kind of further add insult to injury for many people by kind of overlooking, especially people that follow you and that support you. You overlook their hurt or their their frustrations which you making these comments by saying oh well it's my right i vote for who i want to and honestly his christian values or i didn't like either candidate like you probably didn't like hillary clinton because of emails ding 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 his uh <laughs> his daughter and son-in-law also using their personal emails. so we gonna have a conversation about that or no no probably not like you know what i'm saying it's just come on folk. <laughs> like it's careless it's really careless but the biggest thing for me and i what frustrates me is you know, do this on your personal accord, right? Don't start trying to say it's because of your Christian values, because then, you know, when I support you, I do something you like, you're going to try to say your Christian values is my Christian values, and like, fo, you know, Jesus went around here talking about, like, Mary, come here, let me grab you by the pee. Like, that's just not, he wasn't saying that. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't <laughs> happening, yo.
1: And I think we're looking, she's looking at one aspect of Christian values cuz i mean Donald Trump is not for uh immigration um the way he treats immigrants is not bi- not the biblical way to treat immigrants uh the things he says about women is not the biblical way to treat women. The ways he deals with people is not the biblical way to deal with people. The way he's dealing with the transgender situation in the military, I don't think is the biblical way to do it. So it's just so many things, yeah, and, and, and that and, aren't biblical principles. And I think you, you know, pro life. What are we pro life? Are we just anti-abortion? Or are we pro life? Because no. we're not black and brown lives and Mm -hmm. so i think you know Mm -hmm. all of these that that's
0: too many that's too much nuance ain't nobody got time for that lisa you (laughs) and your christianity that's coming over here and considering things and talking critically about stuff and you got a whole little organization and company that's out here trying to save people lives and get people to talk about and have difficult discussions nobody want to do that we just want to be regular old christians that say this what the bible say I'm right <laughs> now. And, and when I do something wrong, God gave me grace. That's it. That them. The kind of Christians we want to be. We ain't trying to be, you know, nuanced Christians that thinking about stuff and dealing with difficult topics and saying like, maybe I don't know, but this is what I believe. But I also want to love you in spite of and teach me how to love you. Even with maybe my lack of understanding and, and grace. Like who wants to do that? Lisa, that's you. <laughs> And the Jew three few, you guys go over there and you do that.
1: Not Jew three few.
0: All you Jew three leaders, you go off and do something that makes logical sense. Take you and your logic. You go in the corner. We don't want to deal with it.
1: <laughs> but I think, you know, just even watching the, I did watch the first episode of their their season, um, because I, I think it's it's hilarious how they interact with each other, because you would never think they interact and they're like, literally day and night. Um, So I watched it and I, I just saw different aspects. And I think in large part, and I don't want to misrepresent her, but I think in large part, she does things to try to help people without considering all the components right and i just say that you know in seeing her talk about her interaction with her husband in the first episode and what she's doing and how they're ministering and then her you know not wanting to tour because she has to be away from him and it's kind of like but you're doing all this stuff to help people and i'm not sure that you're ready you're like in a holistic place so i think she does things in an attempt, like her writing the letter to tell us to pray for the president without considering the nuance. I think sometimes maybe she feels like she's been through situations to help others without considering that sometimes you got to put the and, and our friend Mike put this up this week. And I think it, it could apply to her. You have to put the oxygen on your own face before you put the oxygen on somebody else when
0: I tell you them statuses be so good like sometimes I just be wanting to like like just be like yo add all these people as your friends so they can see it too like all of these people need to see if you don't take that oxygen tank and put it on your that mask and put it on your face first and inhale five times before you try to do it for me you're gonna have us both around here dead. You sitting around here with no oxygen on and you trying to put it on my face. Meanwhile, it's too small to fit my fat face anyway, so I need a backup and you don't even know that. Like
1: Yeah, and I think she just has to you know, I'm not a professional. I not, you know, don't claim to be all wise. She has more life experience than I do. But it seems like maybe she should take some time to heal apart from public healing right right. um and i know we all can't because you're a public figure you can't necessarily take a sabbatical and do that and i don't know the level she said she's done things yeah and they went through therapy and she's went through therapy but it seems like in some situations that there's a repetitive pattern and it's hard to break patterns and she might just have to have some time before she gives out to really really get it in
0: yeah i think that's honestly truthfully i I, um, the biggest gripe that i have is the failure to possibly potentially see the other side you know what i'm saying and like consider somebody else i think you know in all fairness you know it's her right she do what she want to do she can vote for what she want to vote for and like i don't necessarily want to ridicule her for her decision although i disagree and i think like come on girl like really like come on now but i think it's 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 the the way in which you do it and you kind of approach it as if like well i because i'm a christian that i could not have made a different choice because this was the best christian choice when you got all these christians out here that's being like you know and harmed by not things that are currently being said, but since you focused on the election, like things that happened during the election and your failure to hear the other side, your failure to even acknowledge that, you know what, I made this decision based on what I felt that was right, but I completely understand. And I hear a lot of things, not that are being said now, but that was said then that I chose to overlook. Like if you own up to it in that way, I ain't got no problems with you, folk. You know what I'm saying? Do do you. Rock for you. Like, do whatever it is that works for you. You know, go ahead on. But, uh, you know, folks don't, whatever. Folks, it, it don't make sense. But to add insult to injury, you know, people are taking trips to Puerto Rico. And we are throwing wrapped up uh napkins as if they were like, T shirts at a paper towel rolls and and three, yeah. Just like shooting threes. What you here you go, here you go. So gracious to see you. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out, (laughs) Dora. Do you realize, like, what? It, it, that whole experience in itself it adds more you know it, to hear all this and to have somebody that's saying like they stand by what they said and why they did what they did and then it's kind of like well bruh did you not see the news <laughs> Like, could you not stop and pause and figure out that yo like this is this is offensive And and when you watch the press event or whatever it was it was all like you know let's say thank you to this person because they're doing such a great job and they're doing such a great job and we're doing such a great job and look at what we're doing and look at this and it was kind of like yo can we talk about can we like offer some sort of i don't know comfort to the people that are here say something that makes them like hey you know you guys are resilient people and, and 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 things like that and i heard this one cnn commentator say well if he said all of that all of that it wouldn't have changed the experience I mean changed their reality and it's like no like when somebody's dying of cancer you know you you talk to them about you don't tell them like horrible things or just miss overlook the fact of their struggle you acknowledge their strength you tell them positive things in an effort to allow them to focus on those things and think positive to get out of it. you want to comfort a person like no him coming down and saying all of these quote unquote niceties as he used would not have changed their situation, but it sure would have possibly helped Helped made them like, Hey, you know what? Even if it were just like the children that heard it, like, let me think positive because here's my president, like offering words of comfort, not saying I'm thinking this person and that person because they did such a great job. Like, bro, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's just the amount of insensitivity. It's like he lives in a alternate universe and Absolutely. it's really unreal the the lack of empathy that he is able to give out. Like it's just like it's almost watching somebody who's incapable. Like he just doesn't have that gear, right? And it's it's really interesting because he is the president of the United States, and even for him to even mention like when he's over there, oh, you y'all costing us a lot of money, like.
0: And 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 people say, "Well, he was saying it in a joking way." Bruh, that is not the time to joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like, "Yo, even with that reality, like this is not the time to like that's not funny. That's not a joke." Like <laughs> what? Or saying the the saying the, you know, a real a, a real catastrophe like Katrina. I'll give I'll give some people say people kind of call out the headline, say, like, you know, President uh, Trump or Donald Trump said, like, it wasn't. He said that this wasn't a real disaster. uh, And Katrina was like he didn't say those words explicitly. So I'll give you, you know, it's fair. Let's we're going to be honest and we're going to call people out for not being honest and real. Let's be honest and real. He didn't say those words exactly. But what he did say was he compared the, the death toll of the 16 people and said, like, in a, you know, in a, a real catastrophe like Katrina, which the 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 normal baseline logic is that your situation could have been a lot worse. Right. Because of a real catastrophe. So it's kind of like, yo, bro, like, that's not no, <laughs> no, no. Like, that's not it. Like, that's not that's not helpful essentially and maybe you aren't saying this but this is the implication based on your words is that those 16 lives don't mean anything those 16 lives are huh you can spare 16 but you know a thousand that's bad honestly if they lost one person or one person and if zero people died, but one person broke a leg that's one too many you know what i'm saying like that is You're coming down here to support the people to uh, to let them know that hey you may not be you may not be at the mainland but you are just as important as anybody else. You're no I'm no more important than you. The entire country mourns and offers support and wants to help. And what can you do? And you know I had a bunch of other things going on or because of the weather I couldn't get here. But I'm so sorry for that. I'm here now. Here's what I'm going to do. It's just like that type of consideration for people didn't show up and much like you said i don't think that he has to do that i don't think he's used to operating in a space where he has to consider many other people so it's maybe not i started to think like maybe he's not doing this to be you know like rude maybe he just don't really know how to do it for real for real like
1: yeah that's who he is yeah like, and it's so it's everything like, that's coming out is who he is at his core
0: yeah and it's like i'm i don't even realize which again because i started thinking he was like you know the the media outlets and the news are trying to make it something that it wasn't but it was a it was a really nice event and and uh it was a really nice experience and you know it was a bunch of uh pleasantries and 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 niceness that happened or whatever he said and it was like wait 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 hold hold on hold on hold on you're right that happened but you don't see the problem with <laughs> like that being the only thing that happened <laughs> like, you don't see the problem with anything you simply think the fact that you just showed up and you were kind of being playful by throwing paper towels or, you know, by just shaking somebody's hand or saying that telling this general, you don't see the problem, too, with saying that I wanted to to find a general that was no nonsense. You don't see how offensive that is to every other general that could have been there. Like you saying the other generals are no nonsense, like they're nonsense. And this is the only one that's no not like, bro, that's just not this is not but it's like yo i don't know if this dude has ever really had to consider this so it's Mm -hmm. interesting because it makes me think like so what does that what does that mean for you as a husband what does that mean to you for you as a father and i'm not i don't know you know you in these roles so i don't know i haven't been in those roles but i'm just saying like if you can't do this in a in a position where you're paid to do it right and not only are you paid to do it bruh there are you could have the best of the best speech writers uh uh, pr people people that will tell you when to go and how to go and what to say and the people that can even not even tell you when to do it on cue but will explain to you the need and how to get to that place you have all of that at your at your access and your fingertips and you don't use it and you still realize that this ain't the first time that you've said some jacked up stuff and you still saying jacked up stuff and don't find a problem like this Come on, bro. Yeah, his
1: that his lack of empathy, his inability to take personal responsibility for his actions or what he says he's gonna do, and it's just honestly his his view of attaching himself to anything positive and disassociating himself from anything negative, even while he is on his watch, is mind boggling to yeah, me. It's yeah. like a level that I've never seen before.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and I'm just like really like you're not responsible for any of the negative you're responsible for all the positive and that's we and we supposed to go with that
0: you find yourself being like this can't be real life like I, f- I found myself waking up the other morning being like okay i'm gonna open my eyes you know how, like you wake up but you don't really open your eyes and so i was like i'm gonna open my eyes and i'm gonna realize it was all a dream <laughs>
1: It was all a dream. I, I used, used to, to read, read World Magazine,
0: Salt the- Pepper, Heaven D up in the limousine. Like, I knew that was just going to be it. on the wall. Right. right. I, I just knew that was going <laughs> to be it. And then I picked up my phone, and there was a CNN notification that said President Donald Trump. And I was like, you know, I just.
1: I just it's all reality. And he's like, why?
0: <laughs> Where's Biggie? <laughs> Bring Biggie when you need him.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. I mean,. I mean it's just every, you know, it's I think we're in a season of breaking news is real breaking news because, you know, there was a season when CNN would say we have breaking news and it wouldn't be real breaking news. It'd right. be like, mm, uh, I don't know if you had to interrupt the- anything for that. But this is like every single day. Yeah. And what was crazy right. to me this week was the Las Vegas shooting like that was when. So I saw. I was on my timeline. I saw somebody say, "You know, press for Las Vegas," and I'm like, "Oh, it's a shooting." I'm thinking like one or two people got shot. That's still bad, but I had no idea like it was to this magnitude until I opened CNN right. and read it. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, are you are you kidding me? And it's a 64 year old white man shooting from a uh, with all these guns. Like shoot from a hotel, yeah. Like just take, and it, was it five hundred people he shot?
0: Um. Well, it was people that that died or just in general. No, just getting shot. Period. Oh, I don't it know died. people that. Yeah, I don't know people that. I don't know the number of people that just got shot. Period.
1: I think um, it was sixty. Fifty-eight people died, died and five hundred yeah. some people were
0: injured. And I'm just
1: like, how can one man? Yeah. Do all of that. Yeah. Like from afar, it was just mind boggling to me. It's devastating
0: yeah it like, was it was i mean my my response was the same. I actually saw it at like five o'clock in the morning um I woke up on the couch picked up my phone like i normally do embarrassing to admit and clicked on social media and saw like i saw like on facebook that one of my business fraternity brothers um had was actually posting uh video clips from like snapchat clips from snapchat clips from because i guess one of his friends were there and i was like wait and i'm like listening to the gunshots and i'm like wait wait wait, wait. what this is like happening like this just this is real life like And they were like, you know, somebody's shooting from everywhere and people are just dropping out. Like one of the videos, the guy said like he was running and this girl next to him just fell out. He looks back and like her head is like bleeding. And it's like, wait, how did this happen? Like this is frustrating and and it's shocking, of course, because, you know, I don't know. I guess I get into this moment of being disconnected. So you just kind of feel like. When it happens one time, when something that bad happens one time, you just like, it won't happen again. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody woke up and maybe it's my naive, ignorant self, but I think like everybody's woken up. Nobody's going to do this again. Like people realize that this is a problem. We're going to stop having this. Like nobody's going to get to the place of doing it. And then something like this happens and it's even larger than the last time, right? It's even more, the death toll is even higher than it was last time. And it's kind of like, yo, this is. This is horrible. And not to harp on this guy. But what was disgusting again is, you know, hearing your leader say that, like, what happened there was a miracle. And I get where he was going. Right. Like, I get where he was trying to go. But it was, again, like your words mean things. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, you acknowledge there's a certain way, like almost things have like a cadence. Right. Like you, you acknowledge the hurt and you acknowledge how 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 bad something was and then you say like you know it was a miracle that the the first responders were able to stop it and minimize the amount of time but just to say like you know what happened there was a miracle it's kind of like no it wasn't a miracle bro (laughs) like words mean things you got to use your words like if you use your words and you use them in the way that they should be used you would realize that you know you're just saying this this is like this isn't helpful. This isn't right. So as if we didn't have enough stuff to be frustrated with, like this, this thing happened. So,
1: yeah. And I, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the victims and the families of those who lost their lives. Like I cannot imagine. it. you had couples out there who actually helped their spouse. One lady, her husband took the bullet from her for her for, and he died. And, wow. Wow. Like she had to hold him as he took his last breath and he saved her life. And she was a medical doctor and he was a nurse. Wow! And so it was just like stories like that. It's just like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I I can't even imagine that. Like I would probably have lost my mind. Right. Um, And so the people that are keeping it together, like, Praying for God's comfort and peace because that is a lot. Like, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. I can't
0: even imagine. I, I'm I'm with you. Like when I, I I watched a clip, a video clip today of like a nurse that maybe I think they said she ended up bringing like three bodies into like shelter or something like that and. Um, she was helping somebody and they like, she was helping somebody and they end up dying or maybe they were alive. Like when she brought them in and the person ended up passing away, but she was kind of just like recounting it. I was a clip that was on Instagram and I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know that I would have been able to do an interview and talk about this and, and, and even say like, you know, a part of my job is to do this. Like I didn't even think about Putting myself in harm's way of the bullets because immediately I went into I have to save somebody and like, let's do this. And then the person that I risked my life to save end up dying. And now I'm sitting here and I'm recounting that experience with you only days after. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, that's a level of strength that I don't know, you know, that I would I would be emotionally stable enough to do because that's that's a lot of trauma in itself.
1: Yeah, I would be somewhere balled up in a fetal position right? trying to gather myself.
0: Right, yo, like, so as mentioned before, you know, our our, our thoughts and our prayers go out to everybody that's connected and those involved. And honestly, to our just the entire world, yo, because I think that a lot of these things in terms of natural disasters and stuff like that. They've happened before. I think the difference is we just have media and social media. So we are in it when it's happening. Right. We're seeing it as it happened. People are Snapchatting these things and and Facebook and and Instagram and and all of this stuff as they happen. So we feel a part of it. And it's a lot. It really is a lot. I think it can really and truly take a toll on us. So prayers for the people that are directly affected that have you know firsthand family members friends or yourselves that 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 were there that experienced it but honestly a prayer for us all look i like just for real for real i'm gotta chill before i go into prayer but like (laughs) prayers (laughs) for us all as we go through this because it's a lot
1: yeah so y'all tell us what y'all think about what we talked about in today's mimosas and oj um tell us what you think about tina campbell uh las vegas um 45 right, Flynn. Pres- <laughs> i gotta say randall convicted me when he said we gotta say president trump so i'm gonna say president donald j trump um let us I mean, know you what don't you have say.
0: to, <laughs> now, you to. Back, now you, you going <laughs> <laughs> back i'm just saying i do it but i mean you ain't got yeah but i it mean
1: back. it's i i have to be consistent like i can't be like you know wanting to, I, mean, I didn't like it when people do, was doing it to President Obama, so I can't like
0: do, if I'll be anything from Tina Campbell, learn that consistency is not required. I mean. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't have to.
1: I'm trying to be consistent. I want to be, even though sometimes I mess up and I'm hypocritical. So I, I'm, I'm trying to be better. So uh, let us know what y'all think. Hashtag ChatBC. We'll be back with our main dish. <laughs> All right. It's time for our main dish. Today's main dish is the power of tears. And um, I said I read this article by this lady, um, Judith Orloff, which is a, a MD, but also a psychiatrist um, that calls herself, uh, what does she call herself? A tear specialist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Crime specialist. And I I stumbled across this article on psychology today. I like their articles. Um, Sometimes they have very good um, mental health things that I like to read and it's very helpful. But I just had this week has just been a lot of different things this week compiled. And I was talking to a friend of mine that is um, a life coach. And (laughs) it's funny because I really used to wonder what they did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. If you're a life coach and you listen, in, don't don't judge. I, I I respect my friend's work. He's he does good work. But we were talking through some things, and I was just telling him I was going through a space where I was just feeling numb, just because it was so many different things going on. And he was like, Lisa, I think you need to grieve. You need to allow yourself to grieve this particular situation. Right. And I was like. And so as he's talking to me, I just that was like last week. So I called him again. We're talking through some things and he's like, as he's talking, he doesn't know it. But out of nowhere, I'm just crying. Like, I can't even fully pay attention because I'm trying to hold back the tears. And then after I got off the phone with him, like I legitimately cried for like a straight hour and I felt so much freer. Like I felt like feeling comeback in my life. Um, Cause the past few weeks I felt like just numb. And so it was crazy because I was like, let me Google. Cause one of my friends told me, "Uh, it was like a year ago, I was going through something and she was like, I think the solution to your problem is you need to cry. And I was like, well, okay. And it actually worked, but I forgot that. Like, you know how you, have an experience and then you fast forward and then you forget that. And so I had this crying, I was crying and it was like helpful, like therapeutic. So I was like, let me just Google what the benefits of crying. And then I saw this article on psychology today. And she was like, that is a stress reliever. The pent up energy is just, it's kind of alleviated when you shed tears and when you cry, and I was just like, man, I haven't taken time, set times to cry, like set times to get the frustration. And that's why the numbing is coming, because I'm not allowing an a outflow. Like I got so right. much going in. I'm not allowing stuff to go out. Right. So I'm just coping with stuff and doing stuff. And I got stuff going on. I got work over here, work over here. And then when you have emotional stuff that you're trying to get through and relational stuff that you're trying to navigate through and work on top of that if you're not careful you'll just begin to operate on like a autopilot mode and then you're not dealing with the hurt that's present and so you know i was just i thought it was good because i'm not i'm not at a i'm in a, a place in my life at 30 years old where i don't want to just cope i want to be healed and so and whole in certain areas so right. i think You know, it was important for me to remember the power of tears. So I sent this article to Randall. I was like, hey, we should talk about this on brunch culture as our main dish, because I think it would be very, very helpful because it was helpful to me this week um, for us to talk about it.
0: Yeah. 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 And um, (laughs) you sent it to me. And honestly, the after the first paragraph, I was like, this is it. We need it. We need to talk about it. This is dope. Um, I also shared with you earlier and I'll just share it with everybody else. So what's interesting is I also had uh, a similar experience, not necessarily with talking to someone, but just listening to a song. The um, The this, this, this song is called uh, Royalty and it was actually a song that I think it came out like last year. It's by this. I think it's a choir called Sounds of Blackness. Um, but I was just listening to the song, and I'd listened to the song multiple times before I'd purchased the song, liked the song, and I listened to it, and I was just kind of following the words and as I was listening to it, I got emotional, and then I listened to it again, and i I got emotional in terms of kind of like I start to feel like feel something, but I'm like, I'm good, I don't understand why I'm feeling this and then it was on repeat, and I'd heard it again, and it just broke, I just broke down crying, it was kind of like. All of these, these feelings and emotions were coming to my head and to my mind, and, 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 and it just kind of was like this outpouring of tears. But, um, so I, I had that experience. So when I read that, I was like, it's powerful. But what's interesting, excuse me, what's interesting about this is as a result of, I'm going to say this, and I know you're probably going to be like, you're probably going to laugh. But anyway, as a result of my ex-girlfriend, I believe in this idea of crying, right? I believe the things that this article talked about, um, I I believe in. I, I believe that honestly crying is a release for men and for women. Honestly, as men, we don't cry a lot. Uh, she kind of talks about it in the article and mentions it. But, you know, when we see crying, we see crying as like a sign of weakness. And it's like, oh, you've given up or you've given in or you've let something get, get the best of you. But honestly, truthfully, life can happen. And in the, in the situation that I just recently experienced where I did cry, I didn't feel that anything peculiar was going on in my life that I needed to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like and. I didn't feel like it was bad, even after crying. I didn't feel like I was crying because of something was bad. It was more so of a release of all of the stuff that, like, had subconsciously been kind of weighing me down, Um and even honestly, just an acknowledgement of appreciation of who I am and where I am in life, and feeling like grateful and 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 um, overwhelmed with joy, and all of these things kind of cr- in this long, kind of hard cry. It was a real you know, snot nose, (laughs) I can't talk type thing. Like I was getting it out. And I needed that though, because it made me once I got, once I got the next morning, I felt, you know, like I can keep going on. I felt like, yo, I've, I've, I've kind of, move through and walk through this this uh th- these emotions that i didn't even know i needed to do it you know what i'm saying so when you sent it to me it was immediately like yo we got to talk about this and specifically um one of the things that that really the 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 points in the first paragraph that she makes and this kind of what really stood out to me i was like we really have to talk about this is um she says that Uh, I'm grateful when I can cry. It feels cleansing a way to purge pent up emotions So they don't lodge in my body as stress as stress symptoms, such as fatigue or pain to stay healthy and release stress. I encourage my patients to cry for both men and women. Tears are a sign of courage, strength and authenticity. Mm. And that literally after reading that in the first paragraph, I was like, we got to talk about this because the one thing that doesn't happen is as people, we don't look at crying as that. Right. We look at crying mm-hmm. as like a negative thing. It's a bad thing. It's bad because you're weak. It is bad because you've letting something give the best of you or you've given in or, you know, you're, you're showing that you're incapable of doing it. And just having somebody kind of. Talk about crying and tears in that way and knowing that I have experienced that, you know, it been a powerful moment. Um, and it not being a moment it not being something that like you need to you don't need to share with everybody, right? You don't need to even be upset with doing or you might not even need to do it all the time, but there are moments in life when it happens where it's just kind of like you just need that release, yo. And once you mm-hmm. get that release, it's enough. So I want to talk about it. I'm glad we're talking about it. So let's dive into it. So the first thing that, you know, as I just mentioned, that really stood out was just kind of like her view on 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 crying and on tears um and how that to me is can really change and revolutionize our day-to-day lives and our day-to-day experiences um she also says another thing in there where she talks about wishing that she could cry more and it's interesting because i've heard someone else say that before but i think that i kind of view it as almost like a gift especially when you don't it's like to me and not to get like super deep but i feel like in the moment this comes for me when i need it but i don't know i need it um mm-hmm. and so i feel like it's kind of like a divine intervention moment where i get the privilege to experience something that i don't normally experience right and i don't even mm-hmm. need to or have to experience but it's kind of like that one extra gift of like Yeah, so you got it and you're dealing with it, but I'm going to give you this outlet that you don't normally experience because you just can't do it. You can't bring yourself to do that all the time for whatever reasons. I'm going to give you this extra thing to kind of just release and flow. And so for me, I kind of view it as that like it's almost like uh, it's a tool to prepare for like moving on. Like I'm prepared for battle. You know, normally people like, oh, let me go sharpen my sword. or Let me do some push ups and get ready to like battle. It's like, no, 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 no let me put you in this moment so you can cry and you can release and then you can move on. Like that's kind of how I view it.
1: Yeah. And I love how she talks about the cleansing nature of it because it's kind of like life. Certain things can happen that can like really leave stuff on you, like dirt on you in a sense. And it's like this helps cleanse you of it. And for me it allows you to feel again. Right. And it's it's so funny because we we take in so much and we have so many different experiences that can really cause you to, one, and I know myself, to go numb. And this allows you to feel, but it's kind of like the ops. You know it allows you to feel, and I know it allows me to feel. But because one of the ba- hindrance of it is because when you cry you you know depending on what time of day somebody's going to ask you why right and you don't feel like articulating that to them because it makes you cry harder right anytime i'm crying and somebody asks me what's wrong it just takes it up like 10 notches right and so it's kind of like it's like i know it's a cleansing thing but i don't really want to have to explain that i'm just crying and i don't want to even have to explain the the magnitude of what's going on at this moment.
0: Right, right, <laughs> because right. Because it's
1: just gonna frustrate me. I just want you to let me cry and don't ask me what's wrong. Just let and me I, be. Yeah. And if you like in the middle of the day, I remember one of the crazy things is the most frustrating things um with myself be just being full of transparent. Sometimes I do a lot of public speaking. And sometimes you have traumatic things that happen to you on a day that you have to speak in a day you have to encourage people in a day you got to be on. And I remember having something, having a situation happen and I'm like yelling and in pain and in frustration yelling at a person because they did something that I thought was so that betrayed me in such a level. And then crying all the way to the speaking engagement having to make sure my makeup is on glasses on my eyes are not red get up there give my lecture after I give my lecture do Q&A and get back in my car and cry all the way home right like it's like because you can't tell people I mean you could but it's just not the time and place they right. didn't come there for that
0: right 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 <laughs> <laughs> they
1: didn't come there to get your problems again to get inspiration and so I think you know those kinds of things like you want to cry but sometimes it's like i got to stop at this moment cuz i got to be on but then if once i get off i could go back to to that so it's just so many dynamics
0: yeah i thought i think that um too it was really it was really interesting when she started to talk about like the science of you know if you cry like an emotional tear and when you cry emotional tears, like not only, you know, is it the water part of it, the water works, if you will, but it's also a release of certain like hormones and endorphins that do other things with your body. And it kind of like it's like the the the, the feel good chemical, I believe she called it. And that's released and you kind of just kind of have that like. Biological moment of a release, too, so it's like the mental and emotional feeling that we get out of it, you know also comes with some other science behind it that people don't talk about right so for me, it was kind of like this is additional evidence that this is a good thing, right? this is something that we should be doing and 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 I think it also adds to as you mentioned like with people asking you like why and what's wrong. The need for people to be able to say, you know what? Let me give you your moment, right? Let me let you have this moment to get through it and to kind of get it out. Maybe I don't need to ask you what's going on in this moment because it is perfectly okay for you to do this. I thought it was weird, a little weird. kind of a little freaky when you read about it, but then uh, actually thinking about it, I was like, okay, it makes sense. But how she mentions like when she was in um, doing a residency and she would see her patients and they would cry um and she would smile and she was saying how like her superiors would kind of tell her like you can't smile you're not supposed to do that but she would say she was excited or she was happy that her patient was crying because it was her it was them giving themselves the ability to start like the healing process from whatever it was even if it was just that you just got bad news um and and she was like no like this is a good thing like this is this is a positive thing and this is something that you should do and it just made me think like yo, i feel like we kind of got this all wrong right like i i think we don't view it in terms of adults right so you think about it when babies cry it's usually a sign that there's something wrong so we're trying to like figure out the problem but then when a person you know matures and becomes an adult And and, and they're crying like sometimes it truly could just be they need to do this and maybe we should view it as like this is a process. This is something that they need to do in order to get to the next level, to get to the next space. And maybe we shouldn't treat it so much as like there's a problem. Something's going on. Like, let's figure out like what we got to do to stop it and more so treat it like, hey, do that take your time i'm going to give you a moment i'm going to step away for you know five minutes and let you have your moment and then we can come back and maybe we can talk about it if you want to talk about it uh but have this moment feel how you feel or i'll stand here and allow you to feel how you feel and then we can get out as opposed to it being just kind of like a negative thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's very hard for us to do i mean when i see people crying my first instinct is to ask what's wrong right it's, or it's this is
0: fix- a knee-jerk reaction
1: figure out what's happening but then it's like but when you cry you don't want people to bother you so why are you <laughs> asking up? what's wrong
0: right.
1: um but it's kind of like you know we forget that in that moment and it's it's so difficult kind of to see people in pain right because we often go in rescue mode and it's kind of like I think about Gabrielle Union this week when she announced that she's lost eight eight kids miscarried I think eight or yeah.
0: nine yeah kids. I think that I saw a headline and she said eight or nine times
1: and she said that she just started telling people that she didn't want kids because she didn't want to have to explain what was going on wow and I think about that in regards to like this it's like some people will just be like you know what ain't nothing wrong I remember it, it's so funny and this was a lie I told one time um Somebody asked me what was wrong. And I said, you know, I just got done worshiping God. Felt so bad. <laughs> like, but I mean, that's like the only time. Like if you don't like I tell people this all the time. And I heard a pastor say it. We sometimes we think people are crying in church because they want they're like feeling the spirit. And s- mo- some of the times they're crying because that's the only place that they could cry. And nobody asked them what's wrong. Nice. And it's like I knew that moment that it was like close to church time so I could blame it on church. Like I was in worship (laughs) and it really just was I had a lot of pain I was dealing with and I just didn't want anybody bothering me or I didn't want to have to articulate it. It's not that I didn't want to be bothered because we often want comfort and we want people present. But I get we have to learn and people have to learn what comfort looks like without trying to rescue And I think that's, that's really, it's being present and silent at the same time sometimes. Right, right. Um, And so it's, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a journey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It really is. And it's, it's something that I think that, you know it's obviously this is one of those things we say everything is up for discussion. Like we truly mean it because this is not something that, you know, it's, it's not a conventional topic. I mean, we could have talked about anything this week. We could have made our main dish, anything, but I think we both, I know for and the fact that you, you brought it up, but I, I also like immediately concur because I'm like, this is something that we aren't getting, you know, we're f- focusing on millennials and talking about, you know, Young professionals and, and, and the things that we go through and the things that we experience on a day to day basis. How many things are we juggling? You know, how many dreams are we trying to chase? How many of us are also like, you know, have families or, or, or pillars of, you know, a source of like hope and guidance for somebody else? And you're like, we have all of these things that we're involved in and we're doing. And the last thing that we think we need or we think to do is to cry. But that's mm-hmm. probably the first thing that we need in order to be able to manage all of these emotions, right?
1: Because we think we don't have time for it. Like, I don't got time. I don't for got time got for it, time. yeah.
0: This means I'm going to be in my feelings. This I'm going to be in my feels. This is going to take, you know, up the rest of my day or it's just going to ruin my entire day. And I think we think about it. We focus on it from such a negative place um, and such a like a place of this is ugh. I don't I ain't gonna be doing this and and particularly particularly as a man like I'm not I I know the idea and I've said this to a number of people just the idea of like crying is kind of like no Um, one of my really good friends um, actually had a a, a situation and it made him cry and like I was there he was just kind of like nah like I'm not (laughs) he like put his hand over his head and like let himself let it go for like five seconds it was just like nah i'm not doing it and i'm like yo if you need to cry it's good bro like it's not you know what i'm saying like this is not i'm not gonna judge you i'm not gonna clown you like yo in this moment get out you've just had a situation that is it's kind of traumatic like yo this is really it's it's a lot in one moment if you need to cry dude just do it like let it out like that's fine it's kind of like nah i can't do that so i feel like you know there's so many times where we probably feel like we need it but we don't allow ourselves to do it and we can't do it with good reason based on the logic that we have but like really reading this article um it kind of confirms all of the reasons that we have to change our thought process all of the reason that we have to view this thing differently now and, and again we aren't saying like go walk around and you know <laughs> i don't know you like drop and your keys really. and cry. nah ain't nobody saying that but truly it's kind of like yo if this is something that you feel that you need to do in order to get over maybe you don't feel it but you f- you don't feel that you need to do but you feel it come Live in that moment, experience yeah. that thing, walk through that thing and, 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 and let it come out. And you know what I'm saying? Like feel what you need to do and then come out on the other side of it, having fully walked through it and fully experienced that moment and truthfully just see how you feel because somebody is telling you scientifically, like there are some benefits from it. And I can truthfully just tell you for the amount of years that I've kind of viewed it in that way and actually think. Some people have looked at me differently, even family members. Um, me saying, like, oh, yeah, such and such happened. And, and I cried. Um, I remember watching, going to see, uh, Jurassic Park and the score, which I loved, but the score reminds me of my dad. Uh, the score put me in the stage, in the space of being a little kid. The very first time I went to go see Jurassic Park and my pops was there and, I was afraid of the T-Rex on the TV. Um, just because I'm typically not scared of movies, but this big old thing making all this noise and we in the theater and it was just a lot and it was crazy and I was scared and it made me cry. It, it made me like really like tense up. And then I like grabbed my dad's hand and he like grabbed my hand. And I'm like squeezing it as it's happening, but that I think about the score. And so in the moment of me seeing the film, I cried. Well, I remember telling the family member like, yo, like, this situation happened. This was a few weeks ago. I think this was, like, last year. And it's like, um, yeah, and I cried. And I was with, you know, I cried in the theater. And I was with people. And it was, like, a ugly boohoo cry. And, like, my family member, she's kind of looking at me like, you, like, that's the problem. Like, you can't be a grown man out here crying. And I think I gotten so comfortable with it that I was just like, no, nah, I mean, it was a thing. It was fine. Like, I don't know. Like, I, d- I didn't think it was, like, a bad thing in the moment. But then I started thinking, like, Oh, I guess that does kind of sound weird if I'm telling you I'm just out here crying willy-nilly, like, out in public. You probably think, like, "Nah, you need to toughen up. And it's like, no, nah, I'm not crying because I'm weak. I'm just crying because I needed to experience that moment. And then once I got over it, I was good. Like, I was laughing about it in general. Like, one of my, my best friend. like, we kind of, when I have those moments or those moments come, I will laugh. And, like, I get clowned for it. And I can joke about it because it is kind of weird. But it's like, no, but it is kind of, it's a good thing. It's helpful. So, we need to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I, to, to every male that's listening to this, if you don't allow yourself to do that, have that moment, trust me, is necessary. Um, and it don't have to be, you know, taboo. It doesn't have to be something that like you're going around sharing with everybody. Um, honestly, I do feel like you need to have a friend or friends that you can say like, yo, I just had a moment, man. Like <laughs> I just had a moment. It's cool. Like, I needed to feel this. I needed to go through this because we have tear ducts for a reason. We have these these feel good endorphins that make us feel better for a reason. So it's like, let's utilize these things when they come up um, and and, and let's change the way that we view them or try to change it because it's not going to happen overnight. But the next time you see somebody crying like. Don't look at them from the standpoint of like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? It's like, yo, they might just need a moment. Give them some time and then let's go talk to them. Or you feel yourself doing it like, hey, I'm just I just need a moment. Let me have this moment. <laughs> um, however, I see fit. Maybe I don't want to be around people for whatever reasons. Let me go take a moment to myself, give myself some time to let it out and then like tighten up and then talk about it and just be like, yo, I just needed that moment because, because the the process of talking about it, I believe, is kind of what starts to eat away at that stigma of it being a sign of weakness or being something that's bad.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, as we're going through this to think of it, like sometimes we think crying or taking the time to be in our feelings because, you know, there was a fact. A phrase where like a season where people be like, oh, you can't mean your feelings. Get out your feelings. Get out your feelings. And while you don't and I, I believe the the intent for that was like, don't be guided by your emotions. But at a certain point, some that can be twisted and you think you shouldn't feel or you should have just stay on the grind, especially as young professionals, stay on the grind, keep hustling, keep doing what you got to do. Don't get in your feelings. Don't let your feelings hinder you. But at a certain point, if you don't allow yourself to feel, you will hit a brick wall. Right. Like at a certain point, you're going to have your feelings are going to catch up with you. So a healthier way is to have moments where we allow ourselves to feel. Now, we don't have to be led by emo- emotions, but we have to acknowledge that our emotions are real and that we should allow ourselves to feel those emotions fully. And if that those emotions are crying, let ourselves cry. And that will you know, help us have more healthier patterns in our lives. For me, that's one of the rhythms I have to develop. Like I have to allow myself to build in those spaces where I allow myself to feel those emotions and cry. Else I'll have continual moments seasons where I feel numb. And so I think those healthy rhythms help us better um, achieve our goals and help us achieve them where we'll be in a healthy state emotionally. Uh, because you want to be able to maintain the the success in your life and you'll be able to maintain it if you're
0: healthy emotionally. I just feel like after that, I, that was like something out of like a psychology today book that I can't even follow it <laughs> up with nothing because that was good. Like healthy rhythms. I'm with it. I'm, I'm for healthy rhythms. I think that that is it. Like everything that you just said i just kind of want to ball it up in a sound bite and like send it out to people like yo 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 take this take this take this because everything that you said was like spot on goal like developing healthy rhythms right and and, and being able to do these things so that we can move forward i think it's amazing so um yeah y'all hit us up and y'all let us know um what you think about tears what you think about crying truthfully what do you think about crying honestly do you think we're a bunch of just like balled up saps that are just doing too much no nah, i don't think Don't. i hope you don't think that because if you do you kind of like yeah, you're closed minded and you're kind of slow. Um, but if you do, if that's what you do, hit us up. Let us know. Use the hashtag chatBC. Hit us up on Twitter at brunch culture and on uh, Instagram at brunch underscore culture. Be sure to check out our website at www.brunchcultureBC.com and we will be back with our toaster roast. <music> All right, and we're back and it is time for our Toast or Roast. This week, I am going to do a toast and I'm going to do a toast to something that I'm sure that I'm super, super late to the party. Um, and that's OK, because I don't mind being late to the party because typically I already am. So um, this week, I am going to toast uh, Chick-fil-A and specifically Chick-fil-A salads and even more specifically the Chick-fil-A Cobb salad. Now, I am not a fan of purchasing salads from people. Why? Because I always think that salads are overpriced. They aren't filling and they usually have like crap in it. Right. And so it just tastes nasty. Um, But, I had like a treat, a free treat on my Chick-fil-A app to get a Chick-fil-A salad. I tried the Cobb salad. It was freaking incredible. Um, I eat salads without dressing. I don't like dressing. I just like plain salads with just the greenery and whatever veggies and and meat that's going to be in there. And so I just eat it that way. But that Cobb salad tastes amazing. They're so I got to taste like all kinds of different flavors and all these different things were like bursting. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is great. This tastes good. This is wonderful. So I'm quite sure that people have been on Chick-fil-A salads for a minute. Um, A few of my friends said like, yo, you super late. Like everybody be eating Chick-fil-A salads. I hadn't done it. I tried it for the first time last week and I've probably been gone maybe not every day, but close to every day. Like it truly, truly is amazing. So if you haven't tried salads and Chick-fil-A salads without the dressing aren't i think they're pretty healthy i mean based on what's in it especially if you get like the grilled chicken i don't think it's that bad i mean i don't know i ain't no health expert but i don't think it's that bad at least i don't feel super bad after i eat it i mean like bloated and stuff so toasted chick-fil-a and chick-fil-a salads the minute i always say that i need to give up chick-fil-a and stop going and giving them all the all my money i discover one more thing that tells me like nah you just stuck bro keep going so shout out to chick-fil-a
1: don't yeah i I'll have
0: to try that I have
1: I had the cocktail a long time ago but I haven't had it in a while so I don't even remember what it tastes like and I've had a whole bunch of dressing on it too so it tastes like dressing
0: get it and get the roasted the, it's like roasted tomato tomatoes or something like that they come in a little package they give it to you with it sprinkle those over it's great <laughs> it's
1: really ridiculous <laughs> they need to hire you. <laughs> so today I want to toast uh, my co-host Randall he didn't oh. know I was going to toast him no <laughs> I'm toasting him because we have great talks usually pre recording. And this talk I needed just to get some things off my chest. And I was, you know, trying to just process some things. And we have this thing where we pray before every episode. So I asked Randall to pray because I didn't feel like praying for this situation anymore. Um, I'm, I didn't, I just didn't have it in me. And it's funny cause I'm the, <laughs> I'm supposed to be the, the, uh, preacher. Um, but I just didn't feel like it. And so I was like, Randall, can you pray? And I was like, I had, this is it. This is the, 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 crazy thing about it. I have a little bit of faith in what God can do yet. I just don't want him to do really anything. And yeah. so I, I was like, I just need somebody else to pray. I feel like it needs to be lifted up in prayer, but I'm not the one to do it. And Randall, he just went before God for us and uh, he really took us to the throne. And I am a firm believer of confessing your faults one to another and then taking that to prayer brings healing. That's what James teaches. And so we had an opportunity to do that. And I just want to thank my co-host Randall for being willing to pray for me and the situation and just ask God to bring healing to my heart um, with this situation. And so I want to celebrate him for being a willing vessel and for just going to God on my behalf. So I thank you, Randall, and toast to you.
0: (laughs) Oh, we was not expecting that. Nah, for real, for real. That's <laughs> that's what it's all about. And we talk about friendship all the time and truthfully that's what it's out. When you know, as the songs say, as cheesy as it it might sound, you know, y'all don't judge me, but when you're weak, I am strong, and vice versa. That's what it's about. That's what true friendship is. Like, yo, if 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 you if you're going through, you ain't gotta do it by yourself because that's why God gave you friends, like. We here to do I know I just got real, real sappy, so y'all don't judge me. But um it's true though. Like really, that's that's what we do over here at Brunch Culture. So we are going to uh leave y'all with this week's good vibe. Uh, this week's good vibe is actually a quote that um I've kind of been going by I've been I have had up, up on my like writing board for the past week. Um it is the essential conditions of everything you do must be choice, love and passion. Um, and I don't know who that's by because I just found it on like a daily quote thing, but I read it and I thought it was amazing. Um, I think it's a great way for us to live our lives, to be consist to be cognizant of daily as we go through throughout life and as we do things. We have to consider our actions and what we do and make sure that we're doing it because we choose to do it because there's some sort of love of this thing, a love of the outcome that can come out of it and truly doing everything with amount of passion because we do it with passion and there's a level of excellence that make you stand out amongst the crowd and it's going to be undeniable. So, again, I'll read it again. The essential conditions of everything you do must be choice, love and passion. Make sure you guys keep that in mind this week. Carry it out through you carry it carry it out with you through this week and share it with other people um that's gonna wrap up another episode of brunch culture as always guys thank you so much for rocking with us and for just being on this journey of brunch culture yo i know this episode was a bit in our feels, but sometimes it's like that we need that this is stuff that we would talk about at brunch and stuff that we leave you know I might be a little tipsy on mimosas, but I got some good stuff that I needed. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, check out our website at www.brunchculturebc.com. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Um, everywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find Brunch Culture. Make sure you download, subscribe to us, leave us comments. iTunes comments are amazing. Um, Anywhere that there are comments, leave us some comments, share our episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Brunch Culture and on Instagram at brunch underscore culture. And as always, remember here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.